Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlogcast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus. Now, in the book of Leviticus, uh, the theme is uh, that of holiness. And you could look at it from two different ways. One is a, a active way, which is uh, it is God who makes us holy. He is uh, the acting agent. He is the one who gives to us the works of Messiah, the works of Jesus. And then uh, you could say that we, uh, in a passive way, receive then. We receive the works of Jesus. We receive the, the holiness of Jesus. And so uh, we are made holy by God, and we receive the holiness of Jesus the Messiah. Now, the covenant has been made with the people of Israel. Uh, God has said to them, I am the Lord your God who has brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Now, in response to that, you are to love me and also love the neighbor. But we're going to find that the people are rebellious, uh, like we are in the corruption of our sinful nature. We go our own way. We run away from God. We fight against God. We don't love him with our whole heart or mind. Um, and we don't love the neighbor as ourselves. And so the call uh, from the triune God uh, to the people of Israel and all throughout the message of the prophets and also to us today uh, is repent. Acknowledge your sin. Receive then. Be made holy by the works of Jesus. Receive the forgiveness of sins. Rejoice in that. And then our life uh, is one of uh, repentance, that we repeat this again and again and again. Uh, we repent, we receive, we rejoice, and then we repeat. Now you see that in the book of Leviticus, this theme of made holy, uh, or you could also say uh, receiving the holiness of Messiah Jesus. Well, how does that happen? Well, there is a triune God. The triune God, uh, the Father, he authors this plan of salvation, uh, the Son accomplishes it, so the Father doesn't die for us. Uh, the Son does, the Lord Jesus dies for us. And then the Holy Spirit is the one who applies, or you could say offers and distributes the works of Jesus to us through the Word of God, also uh, known to us as well uh, in the sacraments, that, that God has his way of giving to us uh, the forgiveness of sins. Now, there's a list of sacrifices, beginning in Leviticus chapter 1. Uh, there is the burnt offering, there's the sin offering, uh, the guilt offering, uh, the grain, the drink, the thank offering, the first fruits, uh, the tithe, and uh, also the fellowship offering. So, the, in, in essence, there's really two types then of sacrifices uh, given to the people of Israel in Leviticus. There are these uh, you could say, atoning sacrifices, where God himself makes atonement for the people. God and sinners then are brought together. They're, they're reconciled. Uh, the sins are forgiven. The sins are taken away. Then in response to that work of God, there are these thanksgiving sacrifices. Uh, you could also call them uh, Eucharistic sacrifices. Once reconciled to God, in Christ Jesus, in Messiah, there's then a response to that. Uh, the people then offer up thanksgiving. They have gratitude. They have praise. So this first one, uh, these atoning sacrifices where God and sinners are reconciled, 
where the sins of the people are not only forgiven, but they're taken away. Uh, those three sacrifices are the burnt offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering. The thanksgiving offering is that once reconciled, uh, there's that response of gratitude and praise. Uh, those sacrifices then are the grain or the drink offering, the thank offering, first fruits, tithes, and the fellowship offering. So as you're reading Leviticus, you'll see those, those sacrifices. Now again, all of the, these sacrifices are about shadows and reality. Uh, specifically, Jesus being the sacrifice, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So scripture again helps us interpret the scripture. So John, in John chapter 1, John the Baptist, uh, John the Baptist sees Jesus coming toward him and he says, look, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Now, John's just not being uh, poetic here. He is pointing to the reality. All those sacrifices that were made uh, in the wilderness, in the temple, that the people of, uh, of Israel are now doing in Jerusalem, all of those sacrifices, they point to the reality, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So John the Baptist is pointing to Jesus, Messiah, the one who is the sacrifice. The Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 3, verse 20, he says, Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. We have, in other words, we have not loved God. We have not loved the neighbor. We are not righteous in God's sight. Paul continues in verse 21 of chapter 3. He says, But now, a righteousness from God apart from the law, has been made to which the law and the prophets testify. In other words, someone else's righteousness is going to be given to us. We are going to receive it. And that's made known, Paul says, in the law and the prophets, in all of the Old Testament scriptures. Paul says this righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There's no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And they're justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. And then Paul says, verse 25, God presented him, Jesus, as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. Now, the writer to the Hebrews uh, continues this theme. He says, day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. And again and again, they offer the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But, but then the writer says, verse 12, But when this priest had, offer, had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. So the high priest came to offer himself who is the sacrifice. And when he did that, the text says he, he sat down. It is finished. The sacrifice uh, has been offered. So again, two types of sacrifices. Atoning. This takes away sin, forgives sin. God and sinners are, are reconciled. And then the thanksgiving that comes after that. The book of Hebrews also speaks of this uh, sacrifice of thanksgiving in Hebrews 13. Uh, verse 11 says, The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering. But the bodies are burned outside the camp, and so Jesus 
also suffered outside the city gate, and in this little phrase, to make the people holy through his own blood. And then in response to that, verse 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. So one atoning sacrifice, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, offered once for all, but now continually on our part, there is that sacrifice of praise. Again, the rhythm, repent, receive, rejoice, repeat. Repent, receive the works of Jesus, rejoice, repeat.